0: Because I recently was a victim of not
1: following the rules. (laughs) Which,
0: a um, victim, you
1: say it like it happened to you. (laughs) I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast, and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons.
0: I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom and I'm an HGTV loving oversharing finance nerd.
1: Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life, but we also can appreciate the big
0: picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on-the-go finance tips,
1: even if it's just to peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money.
0: One of the things that a lot of financial professionals and in the industry in general like to do is to create these rules of thumb that allow people to evaluate their financial decision-making. So like, for example, if you need the money in less than three years, you typically shouldn't invest it. It should go in, you know, a savings account. Mm-hmm. If you, there's a rule of thumb about investments in age too. So uh, based on your age, that's how much exposure you should have to safer investments like bonds and GICs. And the remaining percentage, should be exposed to equity. So like, for example, if you're 30 years old, 30% of your portfolio should be relatively stable and safe. And then the 70%, the difference of that number should be invested um, in the market. And so get Mm -hmm. some exposure and subject you to some bumpiness. And
1: Mm -hmm. so Oh, and don't, um, diversification, don't have all your eggs in one basket. That's another Don't have all your eggs word. in
0: one basket. So there's all these like rules of thumb that we're supposed to be following. Um, and we were kind of going back and forth And why are they important? Mm-hmm. Because I recently was a victim of not Following the rules, which a um, victim, you
1: say it like it happened to you.
0: (laughs) If I was my own financial planner, I would have said you should not do that. It's not prudent. Mm -hmm. The best practice is to do the opposite. Yeah. And
1: then if your clients still went and did that, you might fire them. <laughs> so Megan I put you on notice. you have been fired as your own <laughs> financial planner
0: <laughs> so or, you- no as your own
1: client the financial yeah, planner own- advice was fine it was the client action that went sideways
0: <laughs> so what happened was I had a lump sum of money that It was uh, some of the business owners that are listening will know something called Mm SEBA. It wasn't exactly that because I didn't qualify for SEBA. So during COVID, there was all these reliefs available for people who were off work because of all the various reasons that were going on. But because I was self-employed, I didn't qualify for the relief. I also didn't qualify for the business part because in 2019 I was off on a self-funded maternity leave because I'm I'm a business owner I don't get EI Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of variables working against me so because I I rarely take no as an answer they Got me some other type of SIBA alternative, very similar, a little bit different, but it's where you get $40,000 you have to pay back 30 of it by a certain date. So you get to keep 10. So I thought, well, I know, I know about money.
1: I got room in my TFSA. Megan thought, screw the rules. Rules are for chumps. That's what Megan thought.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> smarter than the rules. So what I did is I took um, the full 30 that I knew I had to pay back mm-hmm. and I invested it. And I didn't drip it in, meaning like I didn't take the 30 and do like $1,000 monthly in chunks at a time Mm. no i took the full 30 and i threw it all into the market in a tax-free savings account
1: and so just to make sure that everyone's following along with us i see two rules that were broken there (laughs) one (laughs) just making sure that we make megan look as horrible as possible um so one of them was um short-term investing so Yeah, short term investing. And then the other one was um, not so much, but kind of inadvertently was timing the market instead of time in the market uh, is something that you hear a lot. Um, And that refers to having like all of it go in once you really hope that that the market is down and is going to go up before you take it out.
0: Okay, I'm glad you cleared that up. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. yes. <laughs> Make sure everyone's following along. <laughs> so I took the full thirty. I put it into an investment account. It's tax sheltered, which is wonderful. Oh, good thing, because I was planning on making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got a letter recently that I was going to have to pay that money back. In by the end of this year, right? So I went to the account, see how it's doing. Twenty seven thousand, some odd hundred dollars in there.
1: Mm.
0: So I put in thirty. Didn't walk away with any profit. I act. It actually cost me money. Yikes! So if somebody. And I knew when I was doing it, I was taking a risk, but I just felt like, I talk about this a lot, your appetite for risk has to match your capacity for risk. Mm -hmm. And I do have a healthy appetite for risk, Mm -hmm. Um, but also I'm always cognizant of my capacity. So if that $30,000 went to zero, what was my backup plan thank goodness it didn't but I do have other savings that I could dip dip into should
1: it have done that Mm -hmm. um or I could mind you the likelihood likelihood of an account getting to zero is almost nil (laughs) if not nil. just for those listening don't don't worry she didn't go buy one stock or something that you know (laughs) that the company could have gone bankrupt (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah
0: so it was an extra few thousand dollars out of my own pocket um but I at the time thought and even afterwards I thought you know what it is what it is I I was so grateful for the benefit that I got because like everybody's family during COVID like we were struggling we had all Mm -hmm. of our at home. My husband's trying to teach from the basement office. I am good. I'm not able to get any work done because I have four kids here. Plus him. He's a loud talker. It's very distracting. Everybody's mm-hmm. on the internet. I live in rural Ontario where the internet's not amazing. And so I was so grateful that I was even given some sort of benefit package. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that it cost me an extra 3000. I would have preferred, obviously, to have, if I go back in time, I should have taken my own advice and said, just buy a GIC or put it in high
1: interest savings. Mm -hmm. I should have done. Uh, And then it's 2020. How could you have known the rules?
0: If I would have been up $5,000, I would have been like, I'm so smart. Look what
1: I did. Absolutely. Yeah. Which side note that goes for all your like coworkers and your neighbors, all those like investment gurus who like hit it big somewhere. Like they're really not that smart, but they are sharing it. Like they are smart. And when we lose money, we're usually a lot quieter about that. (laughs) just because somebody made one good decision and got lucky their dart hit the you know the dartboard in the right spot does not make them a great investor (laughs) right but if you ask them they will say that they are the expert
0: (laughs) yeah I do think there's also something to be said about making other people's financial decisions so like it's really easy for me to say like if If a client was in my position or a friend instead of me, myself, it would have been really easy for me to say, you shouldn't invest that. The rates in in high interest savings are really decent. Just throw it into a high interest savings account. That would be really easy for me to say. But as the person with the funds and the opportunity to earn more than 3%, Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's very difficult to just say, I'm just going to put this in a high interest savings and forego the potential opportunity to make 6% instead of
1: three. Yeah, for sure. And Mm -hmm. they're, like you say, the, the appetite and the the capacity for risk, like the risk you knew that this was something that you could handle, um, even if it went down, um, and, you know, it's like gambling right? Like we hope to win and we hope not to lose. Like don't go into the casino with money that you can't afford to lose. Um, It's kind of the same thing. Like you in a sense could afford to lose lose it Um, because you did, right? Like the, the loss didn't take you out. (laughs) Yeah. It didn't, it didn't change your goals. Just took out my ego. Just took out your ego. And then we thought we'd tell everybody about it. Yeah. So, so obviously
0: I don't really have a good, yeah.
1: I, I have no ego pretty much. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It took out what was left of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly what happened. Well, I think that there's, <clears throat> it's, it's awesome for people to hear that like, you know, everybody's human. Um, and that uh, doing something that I I don't know. You just want to make sure that you you can afford the risk really is, is I guess what I'm, what I'm getting at, right. Regardless of what decision you make, uh, we always tell people to do something and you did something. And maybe that was a lesson that is going to be really beneficial for you in the future. Who knows? Maybe, you know, you've, it's one thing to know something from a textbook. (laughs) It's another thing to experience it um and who knows maybe that maybe learned something that will you know pay you in great returns in the future um i suppose like, well, you, you could say that the opposite is also true though sometimes um a experience like this can make you get shy to do something in the future um which could also cost you you know in the opportunity cost um so who knows what the right thing to do is, right? Rules, rules are meant to be broken.
0: <clears throat> they're meant to be broken, but they're also, oh y- you have to remember that they exist because of situations just like that, where yeah. maybe you wouldn't, you aren't making the best decision for yourself because you think you're over and above the rules.
1: Mm.
0: This, is, this doesn't apply to me because I know I'm going to make 6%.
1: Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. With any rule, I suppose that's a good thing to remember. <laughs> but nobody's above the rules. Above. They, you know, like I always tell my kid, I'm like my or the clock doesn't care how you feel right now. Doesn't care that you're tired or lazy or busy or stressed or like the clock's just going to keep going. There's a rule about time in the universe and does not care about you. <laughs> and then you can say the same thing about investing <laughs> yes. the market does not care how smart you are it's going to yeah. happen regardless what a jerk what a jerk well um do you want to know what i didn't find yeah might as well share. Is, is, is that rude should we pour the salt in the yes wind? it is rude it is rude. So caveat, um, these are not apples to apples numbers, because my business is different, because we qualify differently. Um, my SIBA loan was bigger. Um, than yours, so um, I didn't do percentages on this I just looked at the dollars. Um, so the dollars are going to be different because there was more dollars in the account to be enough uh, so mine went into a high interest savings account um in 2020 high interest was not what high interest is now 2020 higher interest was still half a percent and then it was one percent and then it was just over one percent um this account is not one that i sought out as a high interest account so still right now it's at 1.75 it's not a high interest account it's a medium to low interest account in, in today's market um, and so i added up the interest deposits um, from when we got the loan to now um, and it had let me just look up the i'll pull up the calendar or the calculator again uh, it's twelve hundred four dollars and 98 cents so we are up twelve hundred dollars by doing nothing um just sitting in a a low high interest account so if this had gone differently like you've already alluded to or you've already said like if this had gone differently and you had put the money in at a certain time and taken it out at a certain time i'd be the one kicking myself not much would have to change for you to get out ahead in this um in this race that we're in um so I I barely did something just by leaving it in an account that I already had open attached to my business at 0.5 probably at that point percent interest um I love to see money in my bank accounts um I love it sometimes a little bit too much because I remember I sometimes will forget to take it out of the account and invest it because I just like looking at it. (laughs) the safety and security that it gives me um, is something that I really like and um, and so I mean on that note what I do is I let accounts overflow and then I skim skim off the top and I take the excess and and invest it um you know in in that strategy I don't stop putting money in the account or I don't take half of it because it hasn't been spent or whatever I've determined is the full amount for that account I overflow it then I skim off the top like you're you know baking a cake and you're getting the, the flour into a uh, measuring cup you know you overflow it and then you skim off the top. I do the same with my accounts so um, but sometimes I forget to skim off the top because I just like looking at them and uh, you could maybe say that this was was one of those situations I could have done all sorts of different things with it. But I just looked at it, but looking at it, maybe 1200 bucks. So it's not too
0: bad, right? It's not. too bad. So if I would have, I feel like, okay, so you're up, you know, almost $2,000. I'm down $2,000. We balance each other out. If things would have went differently for me, it would have been like, well, you missed out on an opportunity of potential thousands of dollars that you could have been looking at. Yep. But also, if you experienced what I did, looking at it go down all the time would have really caused you some grief, really.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I am a rule follower. Um, And part of that is because of my, you know, what I think is undiagnosed ADHD. I I get overwhelmed by too much stuff. And so I like to with a clear mind, set boundaries and rules for myself, and then moving forward, all I need to do is follow those rules. I don't end up in situations where I get flustered, and I'm trying to decide while my head is, you know, getting overwhelmed. So because of that, you know, I just, I, I was able to follow this rule, you know, quote, unquote, rule quite easily um, without, the want or the desire to make money with this money um Mm -hmm. and i went into it knowing that by following the rule i could be in a different situation where you know you have made money and i have stayed stagnant but i'm just i'm just that rule follower like that was that was okay to me going into it Um, and with my You know, my budgeting system and and all my coaching clients, I often have them, not often, every single time, we always have rules and guidelines and boundaries to follow um, because I know that one day I'm not going to be there having the conversations with them. And I want them to feel really confident making decisions in the future on their own, while they've got all of these different things coming at them. Um, you know, decisions to buy a house, or mat leave issues, or you know, inheritance, and like all of these different things flying at them. Um, and I think it's why you hear me quite often say, like, well, what was the goal? What was the intention? What was the purpose of an account or a sum of money? Um that's an easy one for me to always fall back on without getting flustered. <laughs> it's my go-to, and it's my go-to. So there you have it everybody. Rules are um, there for a reason. Um, they're all also meant to be broken maybe, but, uh, but they're there for a reason. And um, if this situation uh, is any indication, then following the rules is not such a bad thing. Thanks for spending your time with us today.
0: If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have
1: some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your co-worker, or a licensed professional.
0: And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group black is the new red so join us over there head over to facebook type in black is the new red you'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better asking the right questions supporting one another
1: we look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines cheers